Hey, what's up, guys? It's the 10th wonder of the world, Jake Smith. I drank my weight mimosa during Mariah Carey, miss. I'm Joey Mayberry. <laughs> How was your Christmas, Joey? Oh, my God. It was so wonderful. We had a bunch of friends over and did a nice friends brunch. There was oh. so much mimosa. Loved it. Yes. We had mimosas as well, but by we were with Doug's parents. So, really, it was just like... Doug and I, I like brought like a huge double bottle of champagne and like another Ooh. bottle. And I was like, I was like, do you think this is enough? And Doug's like, yeah, I think so. Like his parents had like maybe half a mimosa. And Rude. Doug and I drank the entire rest of the double bottle. I was well like, done. how many did you have? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, well, your dad already thinks I'm an alcoholic. I think so. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're not an alcoholic. You're I'm just not at homosexual. all. But like, I just, yeah, exactly. Well, like, I mean, like, I, I'm a fast drinker. Like, I'll have like two or three glasses maybe at dinner. And like, but like, I'm not even like buzzed off of that. I'm like, mm, okay, I'm fine. I'm the same way. That's why, like, every time we film this show, immediately I'm like, I have to go pee by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, literally, the first time I went to a family event with Doug's, we got there and his family is maybe like 20 something to 30 people. And we get there. I'm like, there's two bottles of wine. And Doug's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, there's like 30 people here. He's like, oh, well, no one drinks that much. I'm like, I will drink both of these probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, that does not sound like a foxy holiday at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I was, I had to do some educating. Like, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Well, good. Did you get um any goodies? What was your favorite gift? Ooh, so figure-wise, the only lady I got was I got this NXT Shayna Baszler. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love the title a bit more than the figure. I'm so excited to have this title. <laughs> <laughs> that is that the only release of that belt? Um, I don't believe so. I think Asuka came with it as oh, well. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think you're right about the Asuka, yeah. Like, if she didn't, something's wrong. But, yeah, emergency. Um, then my husband got me Roddy Piper and John Morrison. Cuteness. Love it. And then I also got this Amazon Roman Reigns. Ooh, fun. Ooh, look at his little belt. It's got a little belt. And he's got How my cute. orgy saying, which is wreck everyone and leave. <laughs> <laughs> the, the scary part is children are probably wearing that shirt. <laughs> I know. As soon as it came like, out, I was like, this is a choice, but I like I it. Like, this seems like, I was like, I feel like this is someone fucking with people in the WWE t-shirts. No, <laughs> like, they're just making stuff to make it. They did it with the um J ain't nobody's bitch shirt for J jimmy uso yeah <laughs> wasn't there like an apa shirt that was like take an ass or something like that? i'm upset that i don't um never got one of the shirts that just said damn <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing well i'm happy to hear it was good i the only figures i got were the china and trish set that i had to pretend i did not have so, uh, <laughs> my dad's like i figured you didn't have this yet i was like no definitely definitely don't have two of these already but thank you because like, they're unfortunately they're on shelves everywhere i know i know well it's not a great set so yeah it happens they they could have tried a little harder but um yeah no that so that was the only real figures i got but i did get some other great stuff that i'm very happy with but um yeah no but it was a great holiday um it's that weird week between Christmas and New Year's where, like, you have to work, but it doesn't feel like work. It's weird. Yeah. And I'm you opening know? a gym. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, like, real shit going on. <laughs> we are... I've been doodling and saying I'm working. So... <laughs> well, no, let's talk about Trish Stratus Ugh. and be happy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, this... If you guys are, um, are new to the show, this is the Golden Era Podcast where Joey and I discuss the WWE women's division um, from that golden era of women's wrestling. Oh, I feel like we get at least one of these a week where someone will comment on Twitter, uh, the Ruthless Aggression Era. Okay. By name, yes. But the women and the fans... I'll call this the golden era. So keep up. If you disagree with our show, leave us alone. <laughs> yes. And the words of Danielle Saab, pay attention, please. All yes. right. Um, okay. So anyway, Molly Hall, speaking of, okay, I just had to note this. Coach is trying harder than we do with his segue into this interview with Molly. Now, I don't know if Booker T can actually dig what Goldust is trying to say, but can you all dig what Trish Stratus said about Molly Holly last week, right here on Raw, about her... Derriere. Because he's know. like, 
This was the most upsetting thing to open up Monday Night Raw for this week. I know you. Oh my god. He was like, he was like, well, looks like uh, Booker T cannot dig what Goldust is saying, but can you dig what Trish said to Molly last week? I was like, ooh. Oh, you tried. <laughs> you tried. You tried. Where's Terry? Like, where's it? Where's Terry? <laughs> so, um, who would have been so great for this little segment? So, yeah, actually, like, oh my god. So, Coach, um, he's going to interview Molly, who's in the gym with a thigh master. Um, was it a thigh and, master? I thought she was just squatting with the no, resistance she a, band. She was a. It was a thigh master because she chucks it. Um, when coach walks over, oh, that um, makes me upset. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey Molly, uh, and she's like, uh, yeah, and like throws the thigh master. Um, which first of all, um, I don't think thigh masters were even popular or a thing anymore in two thousand two. Uh, I don't know. It was just so King could make a bunch of thigh master jokes. Let's be real. Absolutely, but... coach King is really trying with this feud, and I hate it. Um, but also, anyway, Molly, um, fitness advice: doing squats and the thigh master at the same time yeah. will make your butt bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna make it even more juicy and delish. Mm-hmm. So, so creamy, so delish. Only Daisy cottage cheese. So. <laughs> You know, Jake, on this show, there have been references that have been made. Never in the world did I think that Daisy Cottage Cheese was going to come up on the Golden Era podcast. It's one of those that just gets stuck in my head all the time, and I hate it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Only Daisy Cottage Cheese will do. Okay, squats are no longer an actual move. It's called doing a dollop. So, so coach dollops on in and he is like, Molly, what did you think of what Trish saying? You had a fat ass drunk in the trunk. Molly's like, you know what? I know what she said. And yeah, I was offended, but maybe Trish was offended when I beat her in the ring last week. And yeah, I was offended, but maybe I offended her by beating her in the ring last week. Ooh, ooh, burn. Um, and you know, she says, Maybe she'll be offended when I beat her tonight and a king of the ring when I become the new women's champion. And coach is like, you know, Molly, if you become the new women's champion, maybe you won't be the butt of any more jokes. Um, and he has a little chuckle to himself and um, he has a little chuckle to himself about Molly being the butt of a joke. I saw Joey froze for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to come right back in too. I was like, okay, he kept going. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Um, okay. Um, so coach is like, yeah, if Molly becomes a woman champion, she won't be the butt of any more jokes. And Molly slaps his ass off. You won't be the butt of any more jokes. <laughs> she should have. I she should have hit him again. Mm-hmm. Like, and she should have been like, where's Terry? Like, <laughs> where's Terry? Where's Terry? Bam. That needed to be the segment because, yeah. Lord, um, we were talking last week about the actual villain and the true villain in this mm-hmm. story. Like, this is a major heel storyline for Trish Stratus. Yeah, this is like what so weird. And it's weird, and not the same exact context, but like a few years later, they have Mickey being the face being poked at because of her weight and stuff. Like, and I'm like, I was like, what? Like, what just gets me is Molly does not have a, she's not fat. Like, at she, all. She does have a big butt. Like, she does. And that's, but it's like definitely an athletic ass. Like, yeah, you know, like, athletic ass. Like, she looks great. And now yeah. they've, went from making butt jokes to just fat jokes and now oh it's God. getting old the commentary is just like atrocious this week all around like i when i watched king of the ring i was infuriated but we'll get to that later oh um, i got notes oh yeah like all it's just like all about like oh she's so fat and i'm like i was like but she's not like and this is actually probably really scary and having a lot of really bad effects on people who actually have weight struggles so yeah. thanks um all right, so let's get to the tag match. Um, Trish Stratus is teaming with D'Lo Brown against Molly Holly and Crash. Um, Trish is wearing that iconic purple outfit. 
forgot how much I loved D'Lo Brown's music also. Oh, did you write that note? Seriously? Yes, yeah. <laughs> My top note is I love D'Lo's theme. It's so good. I remember getting like WWF Volume 4 and it was like the first song I went to. <laughs> like, track the eight, they dropped the door. <laughs> Gonna kick your sorry ass out on the street. <laughs> Such a good song. You know, um, so when he good. was walking down, you can see Trish bopping to it, which yeah. is great. I love I and I I also really love about, this is a dumb thing. I love how harsh the lighting is in his entrance because it's like a vibrant blue, then a vibrant purple, and a vibrant blue. Like all on beat, it changes. Like <laughs> that just sounds on point. Like, um, not gonna lie. So good. Um, so then and then um, so Molly gets a little throwback coming up to her old music with Crash, but they don't even acknowledge their cousin relationship. I mean, other than them being acknowledged as Crash and Molly Holly, like yeah, like I like I was surprised my commentary didn't even say like, well, the cousins, you know, like I'm like I was like, are we like pretending they're not related anymore? Commentary couldn't have any time between all of their fat oh jokes, God. all of them. Um, so yeah, so lots of trash commentary on this match, including the King saying that he would love to get a she's a fat ass chance start. Oh my God, Molly and Holly, you know he is trying to make that happen, and he right because be- he kept repeating it, and then Jr's like trying to like I can't believe you would say that, but I'm sitting there going, just fuck this guy. Yeah, it's it's so weird because he's just like he's like hoping the next show he goes to it'll like catch on, and it's just like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like no idea. His other line that got me in this was, "I want to be Trisha's thigh master," and I'm just like, oh, uh, no, (laughs) never. Lord, he is gross. Like we have to talk about Vince McMahon and Stacy later. This is still grosser than that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. So, um, I mean, the women didn't get a ton of action in this match. It was mostly the men. Um, Molly, I did like when Molly got tagged in, though, um, because, like, Crash, like, hugged her and, like, like got, like, the little tag. Like, so he, like, crawled over there and, like, is hugging her in the middle. Um, And Trish looked really good with some clotheslines and a drop kick into the chick kick, which is still not being used as a finisher. Um, I the little hot tag though when Trish finally tagged D'Lo in because mm-hmm. Molly tagged Crash in so early that D'Lo got in the ring and Crash was there so he just a little boop close line. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Molly um she takes control too and she goes for the Molly go around and Trish moves and I that has to be really painful to I mean, like fresh yeah. off a tailbone injury i yes, was gonna ask yeah very yeah. painful i that was my first thought honestly when i saw this i was like oh my god i was like this reminds me of like how joey got hurt like yeah legit it's like watching this now i was cringing because we didn't have to see it once this week it happens oh, in king of the ring too oh like just like the momentum she has like going because that's like she, her whole body like oh my god yeah because she's like uh, whipping herself down to the yeah. ground ass first Oh my god! I, you know, honestly, I'm surprised she kept that as her finisher for like years, just because it's like it is like a fairly dangerous move. You know, yeah. like if they don't hit right, like you have to catch her, or you just take a foot to the face. Like. Right? Oh my god! Oh, so um, M- Molly also breaks up a pin later in the match, and she's speared down by Trish. Ooh. Um, and the crowd spear. went wild. That's like loved it, it. Brought the crowd back. To be honest, it it really did. I mean, well, because like. D'Lo and Crash, like, they, their feud has mainly been on Heat, I think. So, like, people weren't, like, if you don't watch Heat, you don't know what's going on there. Yeah, so, so no like, one knew what was going on. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so D'Lo wins the match for his team. And as Trish is climbing back into the ring to celebrate, Molly grabs her from behind and throws her face first into the announce table from the apron. The Bam, the hair bit back. Oh like, that God. was a sell. And if it wasn't a sell, like, she just smacked her face on that table because that was yeah. great. <laughs> it was so good. Like, I, that is one thing I will always love about Trish. She is not afraid to, like, take a bump, like, and throw herself into it, literally. Um, literally. And, and it was so good. It was so good. And then Molly did, like, just the best facial expressions walking away from it, just like, so mad, so proper, as King continued to be like, I thought she was going to show us her thong, not so, throw her into so a table. Gross. Um, 
one thing that I did actually really laugh at and love is like when Molly's going to continue to attack Trish, like D'Lo comes out of the ring and he's like, back that ass up. Back that ass up. Back that ass up. <laughs> that, that, that did make me laugh. Because <laughs> that's an, an unoffensive good ass joke. Yeah. <laughs> back that ass up. I love doing right. that. So, um, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, Molly leaves with Crash, um, and Azilo tends to Trish. But like, really, it's really great too, though, because like we saw it with Jazz, and now we're seeing it continue with Molly. Trish's feuds, like going into these pay per views, are getting like really heated. Like, and there's actual memorable bumps that like add fuel to the fire and memorable moments too and yeah. it's been really nice to see because there's so many good visuals from molly choking her with the panties last week mm-hmm. to her getting hit with the table bump this week and yeah. then it's just good visuals lining up this is some good storytelling and unfortunately a lot of it's overshadowed by bad commentary <sighs> it infuriates me like i, I mean, don't want to sound like i'm harping on it or anything but it's really hard to watch it, it, it's so tough like i feel like you might have to start watching these on me i mean we saw it with jazz too like honestly like jazz and trish at backlash was so good but like king the whole time was like it was like oh jazz is not pretty like and like it's like uh what the fuck like we'll talk about i'll, I'll dish some more on king and king in the ring yeah all right, so then we get a little surprise from our girl Lita. My notes are just Lita in all caps. <laughs> There's three exclamation points, people. <laughs> <laughs> so Lita is enjoying some hardcore holy donuts. Hardcore the holy. <laughs> the world um in her neck brace um you know i was hoping she was there to talk about her injury rehab something but she's asked about matt harney um jesus man jesus so you know matt has a match with i guess the undertaker and you know she's like you know i'm not by matt's side but he knows i trust him but i am worried you know sometimes it's not worth the risk but jr just sometimes it's not worth the risk. I my other note for this segment is just the way she said, "But Jr." <laughs> <laughs> but Jr. Um, I have to commend her too for getting a, a badass hairstyle with that neck brace. Um, so like really like she had her hair like up in like a high like little like like thing, and then but really accentuated the neck brace though. Like it really did actually. Yeah, like I was, I was like yeah, I was like I was like well done. So um, yeah, but good to see Lita. Can't wait till she's back. Um, as we said when she got injured, we get a few little pop up here and there appearances from her. Um, this was one of them. So oh, I needed it fresh for Christmas for oh, Joey. Yeah, exactly. Um. So Vince McMahon is backstage with a camera crew. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> he's like, guys, Stone Cold's coming. You got to film him. So, um, all right. So, but someone knocks on the door. He's like, oh, could it be Austin? Um, and, but it? It's, nope, it's Jackie Gata, um, who is Jackie. Dressed- Jackie. <laughs> it's Jackie from TFNF. Um, <laughs> tool. <laughs> um, and she uh, she is dressed as Teresa Judice um, with like a tiger print top. Teresa Judice is the one who flipped the table from Real Housewives. I oh, I know yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she like gets flirty and she's like, you know, I'm not really signed to SmackDown yet, but I want to be a raw girl, so to speak. I was actually wondering if you wouldn't mind if I became a raw girl, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> well, Jackie, you you do look like a raw girl. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry, but like I never want to think of anyone as raw. Like that sounds disgusting. <laughs> like, I'm just like raw. You should get that looked at. Like. <laughs> No comment. Moving on. <laughs> so, so Vince is like, you know, there's a Divas Undressed competition. And next week on Raw, you can give me a preview. And we'll see. How, she's like, well, I'll show you how raw I can get. Monday night, you'll see just how raw I can get. Divas Undressed Divas is Undressed. Here. Woo! Yep. Um, 
My parents actually sat there and debated <gasps> on whether or not they would allow me to watch Divas Undress really? because I they just uh, they just thought I was excited for all the wrong reasons. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I can see that. We, my brothers and I, all watched it together, um, and I think for different reasons, but oh, yeah, <laughs> as well. Um, so anyway, um, also Terry interviews the Undertaker, and um, I mean, like the really only takeaway from that, he's like, "I'll keep this short." Looks like you've got the short part. <laughs> Did he call her short? <laughs> yeah, it's like, bitch. All right, I'm gonna make this short and sweet. It looks like you got the short end already taken care of. <laughs> Dang! It's like that was. Rude. And then he's like, "Any more questions?" Didn't think so. I'm like, "Okay, go away, you kid rock wannabe. This is gross." Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know why, but I just thought of the most wimpy, bitchy way of being. Like, I'm an American badass. <laughs> Watch me kick. You can roll with rocker. You can suck my dick. <laughs> It was just like uh, all I could think of. Did you watch? You, you saw like the um, under the ring or whatever that's called. What's that called? Dark that's side of the ring. ring. Yeah, where it's like, did you see the one when Terry was on it? No. Like, oh, okay. Well, like it was. She was on the plane ride from hell thing, and there was one part where she was like, "Just don't sell it." And I was like, "That's all." I was like, "She's probably just thinking in her head, just don't sell it. Don't sell yeah. it." I'm like, <laughs> there you go. So, all right. So, moving on to SmackDown. Um, Stacy is looking at some material with red lips all over it that I think Bianca Belair found a few years later and decided <laughs> to make an outfit out of. So. <laughs> but I it looked actually, damn good, too. Someone definitely, like, used this material, though. Like, because when I saw it, I instantly recognized it, but I couldn't put whose face had it on. But I know this material. It was, like, it's black with, like, red metallic lips all over it. And I was like, is this John yeah, Murray's? Maybe, but like I feel like it was like a girl from back then. Like, and I can't. Jackie might have used it for Jackie. something. Jackie, you gonna use this for any outfit? Um. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, Stacey's looking at the material, and John Marie comes over, um, and she's like, Stacey's like, oh, do you have more papers for Vince to sign? I'm glad someone addressed it. Hi, John Marie. Would you have some papers for Vince or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like for Vince that's decided, all she's then. been doing. Um, and Don's like, uh, n- isn't it Mr. McMahon now? God, Don Marie is always coming back for Stacy with great mm, one-liners, mm. and they're so good. Oh, I love it. I'm like, mm, I'm like, mm, like, ooh, I'm not in my seat with this feud. Um, and uh, she tells Stacy, well, you know. Mr. McMahon entered me in, she actually couldn't remember the name of it, the bra and panties competition. Um, I guess Vince wants to see me in my bra and panties after all. Or no, she said bra and underwear. I guess he wants to see me in my bra and underwear after all. <laughs> Come on, Don. My, this bra and underwear competition. <laughs> My girdle competition, like just like Not the least the girdle. sexy. <laughs> oh. My undergarments. <laughs> so, uh, so then John, oh, Stacey's also like, whatever. Um, and Tori comes over to the seamstress and she's thanking her for something. It's so cute. It's great. Gonna go great. And Stacy interrupts. What's so great? And uh, Tori, like, takes off her robe, and she's in her bra and panties. And she's like, this belly chain. This belly chain. (laughs) (laughs) She did not say that. (laughs) It's going to go great with my outfit. (laughs) So, so first of all, girl, we've seen the belly chain. You wore it in the card competition a few months ago. So it's not new. Belly chain. um, Belly chain. A lost early 2000s artifact. I miss belly chains. Can someone bring them back? Like, aren't, like, kids, like, now, oh, my God. Like, the, what are they called? Gen Zs? Um, Gen Zima? Um, aren't they, like, into, like, late 90s, early 2000s fashions? Bring back the belly chain, people. I don't know what the children are into. They're, like, well, like, I feel like Jinko jeans and, like, baggy and, like, just, like, a lot of the fashions I'm seeing are, like, things that, like, we were, we would look at old pictures of us and be like, oh, my God, I was so embarrassing in sixth grade. Like. And they're like, wearing that again? Yeah. Like, it's Yay, in I'm style. Yeah, again. Yeah, we can dig up our old clothes. We can wear our belly chains. So. 
making up the thong over my baggy pants now. Yeah. Um, so she she like walks away. She's like, see you guys next Tuesday. Um, and Stacey's like, who the hell does she think she is? Who does she think that she is? A belly chain. Like <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with the belly chain. The I'm belly done with the chain. Belly. I was just like, I was just like, oh, she could have just like left it off at like just like stripping, <laughs> like it'd be like, okay, like I look hot, like like walk away. But I just love that she needs to be like this belly chain. <laughs> you look like a stripper. <laughs> so Nydia is also backstage with Jamie Noble, and she's like smelling him. She's like, I love the scent of a man going into battle. She didn't just smell him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl took a whiff. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the way from the back of his neck over his head. Like, she was, like, letting out her inner pup. Like, she's like... <laughs> she was! <laughs> yeah, like, she was, she was into it. Is this... Oh, my God, wait. Maybe, like, Jamie Noble's, like, a pup. And that's why, like, they had him be, like, the pit bulls later. And, like... There's like I feel like dog references are like a weird thing with him. Like <laughs> maybe I maybe like this explanation. I too. feel like it is. It has to be because like I feel like they're ribbing him with that. Oh my god! Someone go on Grinder next time you're at a WWE event and let us know. I think he still works there. So <laughs> go on Scrap. Yeah, actually, Scrap will probably be like better. Um, so anyway, so she's like she can't wait for his match with Kidman. Um. And um, she's like, you know, when you win tonight in that King of the Ring, it's going to make her so happy. And when she's happy, she's going to make him happy. When I'm happy, I'll make sure you're happy, too. With the gum just mm. swirling it around her finger and then sticking it back in her mouth. Oh, yeah. Mm, yum. So, um, Noble says he's going to light Kidman up like a firecracker on the 4th of July. Baby, you're you're a <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was that song or not. I tried. I was like, I'll make him go. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's an idiot, Will. <laughs> so, so, um, Noble's also like, and we finally get the confirmation that they do live in a trailer park because Noble says, wait till everyone at the trailer park sees us. Like, <laughs> just, but what comes after? is one of the most iconic Ooh. things that I forgot about. Yeah, so I totally did too. And then I was like, oh, yes. Um, so Nydia is like, um, well, if the hurricane shows up, um, I've, he will. I've got his mask waiting for him. I've been keeping it in a nice, warm place. I'll have his mask waiting for him because I've been keeping it in a nice, warm place. And she pulls her skirt up and she's wearing the hurricane's mask as panties. <laughs> Now, yes, <laughs> just yes. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. My only thing is, that's not how I would have worn it if I was going to wear it as panties. I feel like the nose flap should go in the undercarriage, right? No, put the face mouth hole over your what's it? Well, no matter how you want to wear it, and then your what's so, like, are there. So, like, the straps? Is the strap like like a thong? Like, like a dog. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, but like, how is it being support? I'm so confused. So <laughs> I mean, come on, mask for mask, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, but I just like love that she was wearing that. Uh, like that, Nydia came in so hard, like with this, and just doesn't stop. Oh my god, she's iconic. I love her. Um, and it makes me mad not enough, enough people know who she is. Um, mm -hmm. so. So um, Jamie Noble and Nydia come out. Um, Nydia is also wearing the Hurricanes cape um, to ringside, which is awesome. Um, they he finally got his correct music. They they finally got their correct music too. The week before, they had some like generic thing when um, uh, Noble won the match. It was like that was a great rendition. That should be on WWF the Music Volume Pie. So kid. So Kidman is in the match, and he's going for, I think, his shooting star press, but Nydia grabs his foot and trips him, and Noble pulls him into, like, a hard DDT from the top rope um, and gets the win. 
and Nydia mauls him. Oh, she comes in. She is ready to rail. Um, she takes the hurricane's mask off her crotch and she like puts it on Jamie Doble. Um, and I was like, I was like, this is such a great moment. And, but it was it was actually well, she was putting it on. It was funny because he looked like the tick. Do you remember that superhero? You thought he looked like the tick. What, well, when she didn't fasten all the straps and like there were just some danglies. <laughs> I don't know. Once it got pulled around his eyes, he was giving me Batman and Robin Robin, and I was like... Oh, no. Oh, no. like, Chris O'Donnell Robin is... Mm, no, like, giving me that. Wasn't that, but it's it pushing that little line where I'm like, interested? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, they're getting ready to leave, but then the Hurricanes music hits, and he comes from behind and chokeslams Jamie Noble... And the he takes fuck out of Jamie Noble. The fuck out of it. And he takes his nice warm mask and takes it back. And he doesn't put it right on his face because I think he skeeves a little. But, like, <laughs> so, so, but he takes it to the back to disinfect. So. COVID. He, you know, he, maybe he's a germaphobe. Howie Mandela is. So, <laughs> I, an, another thing that I never thought we would discuss on this show are the similarities between the hurricane and Howie Mandel. <laughs> they are one and the same Bobby's world. So, <laughs> so, um, so Stacy is with Vince and he corrects her and calls, says Mr. McMahon. And she's like, right. I hate it. And she's so excited for The Rock at King of the Ring. I am so excited for King of the Ring because Sunday, The Rock is going to be there. And Vince is like a little annoyed that she says that. And he's like, well, what about Taker and Triple H? Hate it. No. Um, So then The Undertaker comes in and that's it. Um, And later, Kurt Angle is walking around, really just showing gratuitous ass shots to the camera. Um, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> big fans. Um, so, um, so, and he, Stacy asked him if he's scared to fight the Undertaker. Um, he says uh, no. And he, SmackDown Kurt Angle is the best Kurt Angle. Um, like, agreed, agreed. Just, no, I'm not scared of the Undertaker. No, I'm not with his fake <laughs> wig and his headgear. Kurt, you're not afraid of the Undertaker, are you? Afraid of the Undertaker? Heck no, I'm not afraid of The Undertaker. <laughs> so good. Um, so later in the show, uh, Stacey brings John Laurinaitis with holy 2002 hair. Um, yep. Oh my God, he looks like he's in S Club 7. Um, so- <laughs> yes, S Club 7. <laughs> yes. No John Laurinaitis, but yes, S Club 7. <laughs> Dream of falling in love. <laughs> Um, so, but wait, wait, who is your favorite girl in S Club 7? Oh, I don't know any of their names. I like like all the S Clubs and the Sevens. Okay, well, Rachel is the correct answer. So, moving Oh, going back. Rachel! Rachel, I had her Barbie, so... Yes, you did. I was like, I was like, I, I remember asking for her for Christmas. I was like, I want Rachel from S Club 7. She has a sarong. <laughs> so, um... Praise, praise be. Um, so anyway, uh, so John Lauren and Bald Finley are, is also there. Bald um, Finley, Bald Finley, and Guy Lights, John Laurinaitis. Um, and they, I didn't really pay attention to what Vince was saying to them. But, I didn't either. I forgot. Yeah, I didn't take notes. The real takeaway here is Stacy showing a little refusal, and I liked it because Vince goes to kiss her, and she gives him a closed mouthed kiss while he goes for an open mouth. And she, he's like, see you at the hotel, and gets her a weird look. Like, yeah, I was like, what's this? But I'm happy to see Stacey starting to get a little irked. I'm so happy to see her getting a little bit irked because I'm ready for this to be over. No lie. Yeah, I, I'm over it. I know it's got to go. Um, no. But what does not have to go is Nydia. Um, oh, Nydia. Now time for the King of the Ring. Um, and the theme song is Ride of Your Life by Neurotica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2002. <laughs> I was like, this was a bad name. Neurotica. So Neurotica. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so that sounds like an erotic nerd burlesque show. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. I'd go I, watch I, it. I don't think this band was very successful. I actually think this song might have been on Forcible Entry. Maybe this song. It might have been. I feel I like I don't it remember was. Neurotica. I usually remember all of my random. WWE this was bands. like this is the only song I know of this band because like I can't. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know anything else by them. And like usually I might, but no, this is the only thing I've ever heard of this band. I think they just used them for for coder as it's written in abbreviation. Um, and that's it. Coder. 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 Um, so what's really fun, though, is this Jamie Noble and Hurricane match uh, is getting a video package all pretty much based around Nydia. And the quote of this entire feud is, I love a good confrontation turns me on. Oh, so good. Um. Now, I mean, Nidia really has been on the main roster for three weeks and is getting a video package. Like, she's doing her job right. Yeah, the, um, literally, I took no notes on this actual match between Noble and the Hurricane. I just sat and smiled and enjoyed watching everything that Nidia did and how good this was all put together. Like, this was just... um, I've been watching so much of current wrestling on every different product and everything... This was the most fun I've had in the last, like, two weeks watching wrestling, was watching Noble and Nidia do their thing. It was so... They were so good together. You know what? Who Nidia kind of reminds me of? And this might be a weird comparison, and people might not get it, but she kind of reminds me, managing-wise, of, like, a few years later, Melina, as, like, someone yeah. who actually really gets involved in the matches. Um, and, and, like, shows the personality. Like, they're yeah, trying to do something. Like Exactly. And I feel like not everyone has that potential to do both. No, Um, and it felt just so organic, everything that she does. That's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, her character's got, like, a solid motivation. She's got an arc. Like, you know who she is. Like, Nidia was a total package. She she really was. Like, and, you know, this is such, like, an impressive first month for her. And I'm really happy to see her appearing on a pay-per-view, too. Which, Mm -hmm. as we know, 2002, uh, not a big women's year in terms of pay-per-views. Like few short matches here and there but like besides that women were hardly on the pay-per-views so um nydia wears that cape to ringside again for the match Mm. um which i love um uh you know she really gets involved in the match she trips tries to trip hurricane at one point um he runs after her and noble clotheslines him later in the match um i accidentally cut this off a little bit in the clip but she kisses the hurricane um and, and then Noble kicks the ooh. hell out of him through the ropes. That was a damn. Kick I was like, his head, head nearly got taken off. His mask almost went flying back onto Nidia's crotch. Like it was like boom. <laughs> the safety of Nidia's crotch. The safety of Nidia's crotch. It's, it's like a starfish. Like, <laughs> like take me back. Suicide so, Squad two now on DVD. <laughs> So, um, and later in the match, Hurricane goes to grab his cape. Nydia yanks it right out of his hand. Love that. Um, so Nydia, at one point, though, Hurricane goes for the pin. She climbs up on the apron. You know, she's really distracting the referee. Hurricane goes over. Noble runs at Hurricane. Hurricane sidesteps him and throws Noble into Nydia. And she goes, whoa! She, yeah, she's Took gone. She's gone. Um, and, but, you know, Noble ends up getting a pretty hard power bomb on the Hurricane as well um, and wins the Cruiserweight title. Nydia runs in and they have sex. In they the have sex. She does presses him down to the ground. Oh, my God. And I, I really loved when she held up the belt herself, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because, like, and that's one thing, too, like, a lot of people overlook a lot of managers for it. When the what their superstar wins a title it's really a win for the manager as well yeah you know that's the whole point of a manager yep so it it was such a good moment and honestly like i don't love a lot of men's wrestling but i always really enjoy cruiserweight matches for some reason because these were good and also yeah. both of these like when you look at character wise like their story and their arc with each other like they played off of that and the matches mm-hmm. were good they were vicious they were hard hitting like mm-hmm. this was everything I loved, I loved 
like just the character of Jamie Noble as well too, probably because it was with Nydia. But I, I'm so happy that this was the outcome. Her title reign was really not long, um, but like he won it like a month ago, I think. Oh yeah. Um, but you know what? Who cares? Because Nydia is with the cruiserweight champion Jamie Noble. No, no. Baby, we got a bail. <laughs> Woo! So um, then uh, Terry uh, is backstage. Um, she's interviewing Eddie Guerrero. I just wanted to highlight this because <laughs> I thought it was really funny that he was like trying to touch her in the beginning, and she's like, "Let's take a look," and she just like side eyes him, like. <laughs> and the way you edited this clip that you sent to me, where he goes, "Let's take a look," and then it just cuts back to Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm assuming they were. I think he wrestled Ric Flair at this pay per view, so it was something with that. But yeah, like something. Do you think you've like rekindled the Nature Boy or something? I'm yeah, like, like sure, okay. it's Ric Flair. Like yeah, he wants to fight. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, but nice little Terry appearance. Um, and then we got I'm actually surprised this didn't get a video package. Molly Holly it, versus Trash. I mean. I don't remember with this whole pay-per-view, but I'm pretty sure it got the slot that no one wants as far as yeah. match card. So I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, and then they're not gonna like spend more time on the women's match. They're at this point in time, they're just not. What it might have been this it I think it was this match, maybe. I just was like reading somewhere that like one of the women's matches on a pay-per-view got shortened by like three minutes or five minutes or something like that because one of the men's matches ran too long i think it was this match because hulk hogan and kurt angle ran too long or something that wouldn't surprise me honestly yeah so yeah because this you know it's funny because i always remember this match being really good but i didn't remember it being as short as it was i don't remember that at all i mean i didn't remember the viciousness that started off this match yeah where like trish and molly were just nuts Oh my god! So Trish came out pissed as all hell, um, you know. And Trish actually came out second, which has been pretty rare for her lately. Which a small little note, but like, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, but like, Trish is pissed. She throws the cowboy hat at Molly, um, and Molly takes advantage right away. Um, and goes she after Trish right for oh, it. Like Molly looked vicious coming out of this. Slammed Trish, hit the elbows. Um, it was just like the viciousness in this match and, you know, and it should have been vicious too, because like Molly has like assaulted and embarrassed Trish two weeks in a row. Trish has embarrassed Molly with her words. Um, so they want to fucking kill each other. Yeah. And it showed too, like the ref just grabbing the belt and being like, I'm taking this. You two fight. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, but it was so good. I one I have to say though, and I know we've seen it like once or twice before. I absolutely adore and love Trisha's roll up where she climbs the person and goes sits on their shoulders and rolls through. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's the so cute. Step up victory roll. Yeah. Like, I love it. That finally it. got a pop. That was the moment in this match when she did that step up victory roll that it shut uh, King up. And that's my favorite uh, part of any women's match. Me too. I, I appreciate, I don't always love a roll-up, but I appreciate that Trish was bringing innovative ways to doing them. Because she also had that one where she, like, used her legs to pull from behind when Molly was in the corner and, like, yeah. kind of rolled her up. I thought that was really cool, too. Because the thing that got me was as soon as King was doing all of his lines, including calling the freaking Molly go around the butt dump, which... Oh, my God. I was living... Uh, this... I feel Okay, so it's been bad with King. This match... Is and because I think it made it even worse is like JR was getting in on it too. This well, time. what else? He didn't really have a choice. Like, if yeah. anyone listening, go back and watch this match and just listen because it got to like the point where it's like JR and King talking about a thigh master while Molly's trying to put Trish in a submission hold and yeah. they're not even talking about the match. And then as soon as like Molly goes into the heat, the King's saying horrible things about her ass. And then as soon as it gets quiet, a freaking we want puppies chance started. And I just threw my hands up and went, you know what? Screw this whole thing. I think the part that enraged me the most in this match was like King's like, hey, do you think Molly will get liposuction? And like JR goes like, I think she'll have to spend a lot of money to get to a normal weight. She's not fat. Like, what the fuck? 
Like, who are you looking at? And like, first of all, who who are you to even comment on anyone's body? Literally, the thing that just gets me is when they finally were going into these big spots and like wrestling, wrestling, he couldn't just sit there and talk about weight or ass or tits or puppies or looks. He had to be quiet. That's all he had because he has no other input. And that's so upsetting. It's uh, I would honestly really love if Dark Side of the Ring did like a look at King's commentary and words about women in general. And I'd how love it affected hear, the wrestling industry. Absolutely. I'd love to hear what women thought of these remarks. Um, because they probably can't be okay with it. I mean, like, I think a lot of the women now are just like, hey, yeah, you know, it's King. He does what he does. He's been here forever. But you know what? They hear what he fucking says. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, um, literally, I could never so Molly wins the match, she wins uh-huh. the championship, and then the next line that gets said after she holds oh up God. her belt is I guess this was survival of the fattest. Yep. Like, that is the first thing the commentators say after Molly Holly wins the title. Her first title. Could you imagine going back and watching your first title victory and hearing all the shit they said during this match, and then at the very end they call you survival of the fattest? Like, I'd be like, you know, it's interesting because I heard a while ago, and I think we mentioned it here in the podcast, Molly did not enjoy being a heel. And I'm getting it more. As we're Mm -hmm. going through these feuds. Because she had to be degraded week after week. Have comments made about her body that weren't true. Yeah. And like, just like, and one of her crowning achievements of her career is almost overshadowed by that. I mean, it's it's not overshadowed by it because uh, to be honest, I forgot that line was even said. Um, I I think a lot of people kind of have blocked that out, hopefully. But the thing is, for her, she has to like know that happened and well, like just, replay it sometimes well she does i know she has to because me as a worker like i'll yeah. go back and watch some of my old matches you know it's not like every week you're going back and watching your old stuff but every once in a while you want to turn on your tv yeah and just kind of see what you used to do judge yourself a little bit that's what you do as a performer and now you have to go back and watch this man say this stuff it's the same thing I think of when I think of Lita having to go back and watch her retirement match, which I doubt she even does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, it's so shitty. And it's it's it really sucks, too, though, because you, Molly and Trish were really putting a lot of themselves out there in this match. You know, mm-hmm. they brought um, a different level of vicious. Like, the women this is another thing that bothers me is like they're like a lot of people are like oh the nxt girls were really the ones who like stepped it up in pay-per-views i'm like uh no no molly threw trish over the barricade into the barricade like Like, there were some insane spots in this trish Trish kicked molly off the apron like into the barricade like i was like what like i was like they they were really putting on that when Tri- when Molly countered the satisfaction and pushed Trish into the ropes and into that beautiful suplex, nice like, little German there, and oh like the God. German didn't even get any like talk from the commentary. No, like it just it's like the, the Molly go around off the top. That's missed. That is like an insane spot in itself too. It's just like and they it called bo- it the butt dump. Oh God, it makes me so mad. But it just it bothers me that um. Th- a lot of people overlook this era of women in general, and which is another reason Joey and I wanted to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, you know, like the, this generation does not get the credit they deserve for what they were putting out there and the work they were doing and delivering like five-star quality paper rematches. Sure. They were shorter than what we're getting now, but I think length of time doesn't necessarily equate to a great match. Mm-hmm. And then the lack of respect that was put on them also got, because I'm sure when you were growing up, like, if you ever told people, hey, my favorite oh, wrestler yeah. is um, China, just like when yeah. I said Lita, they'd be like, excuse me, what? That's like yeah. a joke. And you oh, get yeah. kind of made fun of for it. Absolutely. I you, I remember um, at WrestleMania 20, like, um, I like I was like a little like 15-year-old or whatever. And like Molly Holly and Victoria is coming up. And this guy like, um, like made a joke to his friends. There's some trash. If you want to see the trash, when you go to watch me with the Stacey sign, he's the one behind me looking like trash. So like um he goes to his friends, like, um, he's like, Oh, well, we still got Molly Holly and Victoria who steps to do that crap. And I turned around and I was like, Well, some of us actually are here to see that match yeah. specifically. Like <laughs> Like, we actually want to see the stuff here. Like, we're, these are the people that entertain us because yeah. they're not a gender. They're people. 
Absolutely. And, you know, it's up to us to be entertained by what we want to be entertained by. And when everybody around you, including the people on the screen, are degrading the product mm-hmm. that's being put out for people, it's like you become a joke for liking what you like. And that's never okay. It's not. It's not. And it's it's another reason, too, I'm glad somewhat um the wrestling audience has changed a little bit too and it's become because it didn't feel like a safe space to like really not just like for like your sexuality or whatever but like to be a women's wrestling fan it didn't feel like a safe space because you didn't know you kind of felt like the only ones at times like that's why i gravitated so early to you guys on the diva dirt crowd because it was like oh there's someone who likes the same things i do Right. Yeah. I, I love that. Like I found people who like, oh my God. Yeah. No, I, I cause like you, you definitely like growing up think you're like the only one mm-hmm. who like, it's like, I was like, okay. Cause like how many of us have been at the shows and been like the only person standing up for like the women's entrances, you know, We're not walking to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's great to see them somewhat now getting the recognition they deserve. But like, I hate, 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 Rewatching a lot of this and hearing just like the commentary and disrespect yeah. from the audience and just like, ugh, it's so I know annoying. this isn't like our normal fun like playful banter that we're always yeah, doing. Because sorry, I think it's also time that we just need to address the fact that this is an issue. And like yeah. I said it last week, I'll say it again, and then we can do something else and talk about fun. But Jerry the King Lawler is the reason it took so long for women's wrestling to get respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. He really set it back. I really hope, you know, they go back on well, Peacock, I guess now, and edit a lot of his commentary out of the matches, to yep. be honest. I, I think, honestly, it will, because they have these women that are Hall of Famers now, and like, you know, like, people who don't know, oh, who's Molly Holly? And like, they'll go back and watch this and be like, what? Yeah. You know, like, it's just like, that's how they were talking about a Hall of Famer? Like, it's just like... It, it, it was just unnecessary. Thanks, um, Chris. But on the positive side, it is amazing and awesome to see Molly Holly finally get the women's championship. And start off a reign that I love. I love I Molly stayed. champion. She is so good. She is. And she, you know what? She is. In any role she's been given so far, she has given it her all. She becomes that character. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I, I think we've really started to see her, like, incorporate some new moves. We haven't seen, like, some more submission-based things in this uh, this reign. Um, uh, you know, it's just, it's a great time for her. And I'm happy for her that she has the title and the respect she deserves. So, yeah. she's been, she was in the business a pretty good amount of time at this point. Yeah, and it's about time that she got some, like, credit for it because she's so talented. So, beyond, like, one of the most talented women to ever be in the wrestling ring and what the nicest yeah so congratulations molly holly um really looking forward to seeing what you do next um and this is going to be an, a great reign for you yes it um, will all right um so figure this um figure this, this, this. so i thought we'd talk about i don't know if you remember these but like every once in a while they would do a figure set like based off of a pay-per-view and it'd come with like a little stand for like the pay-per-view oh yeah like you, the like, wrestlemania china yeah like the wrestlemania china but like there weren't a ton of women like it was usually like men i think for this king of the ring they had a set because i got a titan tron like brock lesnar from it um did they yeah oh. yeah it was brock's first figure it was like a ttl um oh. um and it but it was only like the people who were in like king of the ring like it wasn't any of the women of course yeah so <laughs> oh could have got a heel Molly figure, but no. <sighs> so, but like, yeah, so I'm just, I was just trying to see, like, let's see if we can try to remember any of the women who actually got figures in the pay-per-view sets. Well, I went to, like, when I can't figure out what I want to do, I just go and sit in front of my wall of women's wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have picked out three of my favorites that are pay-per-view All right. based. Do tell. Um, number one is definitely Survivor Series Alicia Fox. Yes. Oh. <laughs> like legit this figure's so good with the crazy hat and everything like it's gorgeous it, it looks like her the like gear is to the t like this is a it, great the hairy even has like a little bit of like her ombre effect she had at that time too which is so cool yeah this is like for like pay-per-view figures top tier for me and yes. then um also from jack specific we got wrestlemania victoria that is one of my favorites as well i love th- th- this was the first victoria that was like actually 
accurate um, as opposed to that mess of the long arm, no armbands, Victoria. Long arms. Did red pants, Victoria, come out before or after this? After this one. Okay, because the red leg, Victoria, is still the biggest questionable thing for me because I don't know what that gear is. It's. I think it's supposed to be from like when she was with Candace and Tori. I remember her wearing a camouflage gear. But like, I guess it was supposed to be pantyhose. I don't know what the fuck the red legs are. I honestly think it was supposed to be Lita and they just made it a Victoria. <laughs> I can honestly see that. <laughs> They're like, like, oops, we ordered the wrong heads. All right, we'll just say it's Victoria. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking because it kind of looks like a Lita comeback. It does look like a Lita comeback here. You're right. You're right. It does kind of look like it. So and we maybe didn't a, we didn't really get a shorts Lita, so maybe that could have been a slated yeah. shorts Lita. You're right. That makes sense. It's the only thing that I can think that makes sense. But then speaking of Lita, my last little figure I picked is No Way Out Lita. Love it. Oh, that's this, such a good one. She's so good. This is the last like of these model Litas that I needed for my collection. And like I didn't ever think it was like the best figure. I was like, okay, she's in her pink top and her black pants. But these pink cheetah print boots that they put her in shit that makes it it totally makes it like that's worth it i was like okay cool i'm glad i searched for this figure i love it um my personal faves are the victoria was one of my personal faves i thought that was so cool um so good. i like it's a really simple but like gorge gear she wore at that pay-per-view it was like the white with like a little bit of bedazzling embellishment um like not a ton but like still really cute and the figure i feel like has like a little bit of metallic effect to it too on the paint right um kind of yeah um actually a lot yeah it's got a very metallic white to it yeah looks really good it's really well done um i also am a big fan of the SummerSlam 2004 trish stratus and the diva dodgeball gear diva dodgeball (laughs) um i just like that figure a lot it's a dumb one but (laughs) oh it's great i got that for me and then i also got ds1 for his birthday because i was like yeah a diva trish stratus figure i feel like it's like a mandatory have for like any diva collector sure like diva dodgeball was dumb and the worst but like also like it's the only figure that says the word diva on it yeah absolutely and honestly you could just get all the diva figures and pop a head on it and like like have like the whole diva dodgeball squad um once i get some money i'll be back yeah it's coming (laughs) diva team diva um and hmm I mean, my instinct is to go with, like, a China figure here. But, like, I feel like that would be, like, a cop-out. Is that a cop-out? I went with Alita, so it's not necessarily That's true. I, I think, for me, honestly, I really just love... It's t- incredibly inaccurate, and the paint doesn't match in certain spots. But China from WrestleMania 17, I think just because I was so excited to get, like, a different style of China. Um, She's a rather skinny China. It is a skinny China. Yeah. So I, I'm so, and I remember when this was coming out too. So like on like the Jack's website too, they had like a, like an article being like Titantron Live 9 China will be the last of its kind. Um, and that was like when they were using the mold with the mo- more muscular arms and the black leather gloves. Um, and she came with um, a sewer lid. Um, oh yeah. That yeah. One. So like, and then they they were like, now that China wears more feminine outfits, we will be using different body types on her. So I guess that means like she loses her muscle mass and has Stephanie McMahon's arms. So, yeah, because it's the like, same exact head scan. Yeah, it is same the, head. The, it's just skinny diva figure. It's skinny diva figure. So it's same head scan. It has the China torso, but it has Stephanie McMahon from the um, no panty staff arms. Um, and it has Ivory's legs. It um, even does, down to the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Yep, they left the bracelets on there. <laughs> oh my god, how did I not realize that before? Um, so, like, but I think I was just so excited, because also, this was the first release of the Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember actually thinking the belts would be 24 karat gold, because that's how they were advertised, but it's just gold paint. <laughs> give me my gold, WWE, I earned yeah, it. I, was, I, was like, I want the gold. I want the gold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, I'll collect it if it's gold. I still got my Pokemon Burger King cards. Oh my God. I just brought my little brother the whole set of those for Christmas. Cause like he used to have them. And I was like, I wonder if they still have them anywhere. Um, But yeah, no, but those were, weren't those the fucking coolest things? They are. I still, I love them still. They're such a good collector. 
I got one of my friends one a few years ago too because he told me this story and it almost made me cry. He's like, I got one once and like this kid asked to see it and then he gave me back the ball and he stole the card <gasps> that was inside of it. And I was like, oh my God, that's the saddest thing ever. And like, so like, I made sure I found it for him. Because children are dicks. They are. They fucking suck. So um, anyway, so, but I, yeah, I'm going to go with this China. I just, cause it was the first woman's title release. Is it the best figure? Definitely not. Was it incredibly inaccurate? Absolutely. But you know what? I was excited about it because I was excited about any China figure and it was her last for years. So I cherished it. So yes, yes. Um, But yeah, no, but, uh, Joey, where can people find you to find out why that Victoria had red legs? You can find me and all of my red leg facts at Joey underscore Mayberry on Instagram and Twitter, Joey.Mayberry on TikTok. Also check out Ring the Bell. We'll be doing the year end awards this weekend and you can see Ooh, my shining okay. face on there. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, Gorgeous. Um, and Where can people hold- find you? They can find me on Instagram at Jake, not Jacob Smith, um, and on Twitter at Jake isn't Jacob. That's not, it's not, it's isn't. Um, so you can also follow the show at golden era underscore pod. Um, yeah, yeah, we, Mickey retweeted us. We got like a shell of new followers this week. So that was really fun. So yeah. if you're listening for the first time, welcome. Hopefully you come back. So <laughs> <laughs> please come back. <laughs> They're like, I don't know if this was a gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they posted girls kissing. I thought this would be something else. <laughs> so, Two girls kissing, gay thing. I mean, well, a lot of the comments were like, I was like, ooh, uh, nope. <laughs> wrong show i was like not that kind of show <laughs> so um also be sure to like share and subscribe leave us a review five stars is the best it helps us move up in those power rankings um anything else joey oh jesus man <laughs> happy new year everyone hope you all have a happy new year and a belly chain <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>